next kina we're going to say is kina yudalif ayikainin yirmiyo al yeshiyahu. This this kina has many ideas that are contained in this kina that are from the Yisaitis, from the most important kinnas we will say this morning is this kina yudalif. And it brings so many things to be misplaining as we all should be misplaining. If we were to only say this kinna the rest of the morning, we can very much fulfill our chiyuvim of Avelos and of Tshuva, of Tainus this morning with this kinna Yeralef. Yeshio was a grandson of the King Menashe. The King Menashe, most of his life, led Klal Yisrael down a very dark path and led Klal Yisrael and had a negative impact on Klal Yisrael. Besaif Yamav, the King Menashe did Tshuva. However, Klal Yisrael remained with a lot of Avodah and his son, who ran the Malucha after Menashe as well for two years, ran the people in a way of Rishos, in a way of Avodah away from Hashem. <coughs> the grandson of Menashe was this King Yeshio. And Yeshio, eight years into his reign, he took over at the age of eight, he became Melech. And when he was 16, eight years into his reign, he started thinking. And he started doing tshuva. 18 years, when he was 26, 18 years into his reign, he had been doing tshuva. But he saw Sefer Torah was found. And it was open to the place. It was his grandfather's grandfather, Sefer Torah. And it was open to the place of the place where Hashem says, it's not enough to be from. It's not enough to serve Hashem. It's not enough to be a tzaddik. Hashem wants from us to inspire others. I want all the people. I want my whole nation and ultimately the whole world. The Eved Hashem doesn't just think about themselves. Yeshio had been thinking about Avodah Hashem, but on that day he saw Or Cursed is the person who doesn't uphold the Torah, the Ramban says. That is the source when we do Hagba, that you show the Torah to the whole Tzibur. Because there's an error. If you show it to the whole Tzibur, it's If you pick up the Torah and you don't show it to the Tzibur, it's error. And we're so makbid. Turn around, 360. Make sure everybody from the furthest corner of Shoal can see the world words of the Torah. There's something so profound about that message. If you're strong enough to lift the Torah, you can carry it and hold it. You must show it to others. You must inspire others. The thought of a Yid is about Avodah Hashem. Certainly we want to be Avdeh Hashem. We want the Maluch of Hashem. We want Mikdash. We want Hashem at our center. Hashem at our center, we have to make sure to get others to serve Hashem. The person who just cares about his own service is hardly serving Hashem at all. If he cares about the Melech, he wants the whole Am, the entire people, to be sincerely serving the Melech. And so the Eved Hashem, Yeshio, who had already had thoughts of tshuva for years, but he realized something else is demanded here, I must inspire and encourage others. And Yeshio goes on an unprecedented mission to inspire Klal Yisrael, a mission, the likes, an inspiration, a leadership. 
the likes we have not seen since Vaish Rabbeinu, as is expressed in the in the kinna that we're saying, that since the days Mimaisa Vigdor, since the days of Avigdor, we hadn't seen such a movement, a tshuva movement, like the tshuva movement, like Kam Kamayu Mimaisa Vigdor. Since the days of Maish Rabbeinu, we hadn't seen such a movement of tshuva, such leadership, such inspiration around Klal Yisrael. And the, the, the Melech Yeshio led all the people, he went around, home to home, community to community, inspiring, encouraging, getting a mass movement of tshuva. He had understood his personal tshuva was wonderful, but Hashem once more inspired the next person. And Yeshio went around and almost saved the Churban by Yisrishim from happening. The corruption of his father, the corruption of his earlier diaries, he rectified. In a big way, not just Um Tshuva himself, the deeper, more profound head of his forefathers, of his father and grandfather, was they caused others to sin. And Yeshio became a tzaddik and caused others to go back to Hashem. And he made a massive revolution in Klal Yisrael, bringing people back to the Bayri Olam all across Klal Yisrael. There was life, there was chaos. There was massive chaos in Klal Yisrael, and the matzvah of Veneshantem was almost cured. People were alive, people were inspired. Klal Yisrael was in a great, great state. Yeshio was so convinced to the perfection of Klal Yisrael. He had shluchim, he had inspired people, call them policemen if you want. Tzadikim, hail the Yidin going around, home to home, encouraging Yidin, and making sure there was no Avodah there was no corruption in all of Klal Yisrael. But there were some families who in, in sneaky ways they hid Avodah there was still remained a few. There still remained a few that were impure, that didn't yet do tshuva. They hid it behind the doors. They had half the Avaydazar on one side of the door, half on the other. So when the doors were closed, there was Avaydazar there. When the doors opened up, the shluchim, the messengers, the inspired people that Yeshio sent around Palestine couldn't see the Avaydazar. I assume it means literal, certainly. It, Probably it means literal as well, but of course, what Chazal are telling us is there were homes when the doors were closed. There was imperfections. To the public, all was good and perfect. And when the shluchim came in, things looked great. But behind the doors, when the two doors closed, there was Avodah The Jewish life, the life of an Eved Hashem, it didn't reach in the home. It didn't impact day-to-day -day life. It didn't impact the family life. The doors closed and Abu Zarah all of a sudden connected together. That couldn't be seen by the shluchim of Yeshio. But Yeshio being convinced that Klal Yisrael is in a max of a great purity, we have a promise from Hashem that when Klal Yisrael is doing what we should do, the pride and the honor of the Jewish people is not just nobody's going to attack us when we're living right. We're not just protected, we're so important and precious. No army can pass through our land to fight a different country. It's, it's beneath us. We are precious, protected, elevated people when we do what's right. 
The promise of the Bayelam is our land will be so prestigious, such a place of peace, that not just nobody will attack us. No sword will pass through the land that a country going to fight a different country will not come through. And Paray Nechai, the lame Paray, he wanted to go fight a war and he asked, he asked the Melech Yeshio, can I come through your land? I want to fight another nation, another people, I have a battle. And Yeshio, thinking that Klal Yisro was in a match of a great state of perfection, he said, no, absolutely not. We are promised, you can go around our country, you can't come through our country. We are promised by Hashem, no sword will come through the country. The Navi begged Yeshio, the Navi begged Yeshio and told him, Yermio told Yeshio that it's not true. There's sin in Klal Yisrael. There are still people that are not perfected. But in his great love of his people, his great ayin that certainly allowed him to impact his people, Yeshio sinned. And he didn't listen to the Navi. He assumed that Klal Yisrael, he didn't want to hear that there was still corruption in Klal Yisrael. And he didn't listen to the words of the Navi. The Navi told him, they're allowed to walk through the land. And Fakir, the Navi explained that they're very asking to walk through the land is a sign of our imperfection. If we were perfect, it would be true that no sword will pass through our land, but we're not perfect. And the Navi begged Yeshio, let them through. We still have work to be done. Let them through. And Yeshio, in his ayin toiv, in his sidkus, committed a sin, and he didn't listen to the Navi. And this kenna speaks about Yeshio. It speaks about Ben Shmaina Shana Hecha Lidrish Me'aloikov. At eight years old, he started being Dairish Hashem. It means at 16, eight years old means eight years into his Malchus. And it says, In all the kings of Klaus, Ashakamu Ligdar, who stood up to be guided, to build fences, to protect the people, the job of the Melech. Of all the kings, B'chol Malchi Yisrael that stood up to protect the people, Loikam Kamayu, there was no king like Yeshiomi Maisavidr, since our Melech, Maisharabenu, since that Melech, there was no king in all of Klal Yisrael like Yeshiomi. However, Dovak Boichet Leitzanay Adar, however, it sucked him the sin of the Leitzanim, it sucked him the sin of the few who, Ashakamu Achradelas behind the door, behind the closed doors. They had set up Avodah They were living in, behind the closed doors, living lives, deceitful lives. And those people's Avera tripped him up. To fast forward a little in the Kinnah, much later in the Kinnah, describes the moment of the death of this Sadiq. It says means in his body they were shooting arrows. They, the, the, they were shooting arrows in his body, in, in King Yoshio's body. Arrow after arrow, they were shooting and hitting in his body, arrow after arrow. So do they trapped him. They made him like a like a matara, like a target for their arrows. They threw in him 300 arrows. 
Kalim, swift ones, which we're told refers to the Navi Yermio, Hitu Achrav, came after him as he was dying onto the battlefield. Ezrin might say Fiyu and went to listen to what he was saying as this great Sadik was being nifter. Until the moment of his death, his actions were gorgeous. He was a tzaddik adasayif. A wind came out of his mouth, a final expression. And his final words, Tzaddiku Hashem, Hashem is righteous, ki marisi fiyu. For I have rebelled against Hashem's words, Hashem is right, tzidok hadin, accepting his judgment, Tzaddiku Hashem, Hashem is righteous, ki marisi fiyu. For I have rebelled against his words. There is an unbelievable truth in this kinah that we must be misbinding, perhaps not even moving on the rest of the day from the kinah, if you so desire. There's something we have to think about, Rabbi say. In this kinna, there are two Aveyors, there are two people sinning. There's the great Sadiq who inspired the whole generation and almost averted Khurban Bayas Risha and Yeshio. And he sins a Dakasik Aveyor from his Sidkus the sin. Because of his value in Yidin, because of his ayin taiv to Yidin, he misjudges and he says the Yidin are good. No sword, he's standing up for Yidin, his belief in Yidin. He says, a subtle sin, a great tzaddik, a tzaddik hador. There was no leader like him, Tomaisha Rabbein, who made a subtle sin. And then we have masses, we have groups of Yidin who have profound Averis, who behind closed doors are Ivdi Avedizara. And when he's dying, the Yeshio, this great king, says, Ki piu marisi, ki marisi fiu, I have rebelled. Sadiku Hashem marisi takes responsibility. Reb Tzvi Pesach Frank asked the contradiction. The Gemara in Nidar and Peyalov says, Chorben Abayis happened, Shloi Birchu Batayrat Chilo. A sin of not making Birchus Atayrat. But the Gemara tells us in Yuma that it happened, the Chorben Bayis Rishin, with Gili Arayin, Shichas Dom, and Avodizara. The worst Averis under the sun. And it leaves us confused. Was it subtle Averis, Shloi Birchu Batayrat Chilo, or profound Averis, Chamurai Shebe Chamurais? And Tzvi Pesach Frank explains that there's the core of Klal Yisrael and the rest of Klal Yisrael. The core is Megan. The core protects. The rest of Klal Yisrael that were Yidin, that were Oyvin, that were the Zohar, Gilearayis, called Chamurais, Chamurais. And we can't forget them. Our obligation is to think about them. Don't be locked in our own bubble, in our own little cocoon. There's people out there, there's a whole nation, Hashem. And our obligation is to think about them. And Kalal Yisrael was over Hamurai said Chorben Bayis. But if the core was inspired, and the core was going to impact the masses, if they were living with passion, if they were being mevarech b'tayr t'chilah, that would have been making on Klal Yisrael and ultimately would have inspired Klal Yisrael. There's the chet, there's the sins of the base medrash and the sins out of the base medrash. There's the sins of the loyals, the loyalists, and the sins of those that aren't yet loyal. And the loyalist obligation, Yeshio taught us something. Our obligation of the core must not just sit back and be satisfied with what it's doing. 
The chorus to push and fight and be inspired and be Megan and protect the rest of Klal Yisrael and deeper inspire the rest of Klal Yisrael. And here, this Kinnah that we're going to say now speaks about two levels of sin. The people behind the closed doors and the great king who didn't listen to the Navi because he believed too much in the people and he didn't listen to the Navi. And this is something on this day when we think about Chorban, when we think about Golos, it's easy to point to the next person. It's easy to see Averis and more extreme ones and to get comfortable in our own from conditions. But the Nikud of the, of the importance of the core, of the core of Klal Yisrael being inspired. And this, this tzaddik took responsibility, Kimarisi Piyu. Both he took responsibility for the subtle chet that he did by not seeing that there were still flaws in Klal Yisrael. And both responsibility of not inspiring enough. A melech who inspired Klal Yisrael, not inspiring enough Klal Yisrael. So Tzvi Pesach Frank says that's the answer to the contradiction. The core was like and the power of the Yechidim, the power of the few, we sit on the floor and you may think to yourself this morning, I'm warning a Chorban Abayis, there's a lot of Jews, there are millions of Yidim, and I'm thinking about the part of what I'm lacking that I can do myself. But the tshuva, isn't it about our people? But our people starts with the core. Our people are impacted by the core, the power in this kenna, in this wailing, in this hesped that the Navi Yermio wrote himself. For King Yeshio, it speaks about the power of the individual, that the power of the core to impact the rest, to be Megan on the rest. This is something that bears thinking about today.
The next kinna we'll say is kinna tesayin. We'll be saying tesayin, and then we'll say the three subsequent yudzayin, yudches, and yudches. We'll say after tesayin, Rabbi David will lead us in these four kinnas in a row. This kinna tesayin, the Gemara in The Gemara tells us that after Aspasianus, who had become the king, he was the general who was leading the attack, we, we are switching gears to Churban Bayasheni. Unfortunately, we have many Churbanais to switch to over today, and we've just flipped. Till now, we've been talking about Churban Bayasrish and the Navi Yirmiyo, the great king Yeshio, and now we're switching to Churban Bayasheni, our second destruction. And in Churban Bayasheni, the Romans, the king had been besieging Yerushalayim and he, he was a general, became king and he sent his son the next general to be Mitzayar, to torture Klal Yisrael and the Pasuk in Dvarim the Pasuk that says the, 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 the enemy will say where is their God the enemy will mock us and say where is their wrath that which is so reliable as pity on them where is he? I don't see him now. Is a Mitsuyus of Titus Arasha, Zet Titus Arasha. This is that Russia Titus who mocked us and said, Where is Hashem now? Shekhirif Igidif Klape Mala. He was cursing Klape Hashem. Ma'asa, what did this Russia do? Tafa Zaina Biyada. He took a Zaina in his hands. And he entered the Kaidish Akdashim, Titus Arasha. And he spread out a Sefer Torah. In the Kaidish Akdashim with a Sefer Torah. And he was over and Avera in the Kaidish Akdashim. And this Russia, this Mitsuyus, he took a Sayyaf, he took a sword, and he stabbed the Paroiches. And a miracle happened, and blood started rushing out of the Paroiches. And he thought, that Kaviyachal, he was Horigas Atzma, he thought. The Gemara on this applies the Pasuk. Who is like you from the mighty Hashem? But it darshins be'ilmen. From the mute ones, who is as silent as Hashem? Who miraculously remains silent when his children, when his precious children are being, are being beaten? Who miraculously, the oifenes, in an unusual way, the strength of Hashem, the silence of Hashem, this miracle must have such meaning of the dam coming out. Our very Aaron and shuls across the world, there's no parachas on the Aaron. Because this miracle should sit in front of us all. We should all stare at it. The parachas is not there 
is to remind us of what this enemy, Zechar, remember at this kinah will say, Sha'asa Tsar Biflim. Remember, Zechar, remember, Sha'asa Tsar Biflim. What our great enemy did, Biflim, on the greatest inner, in the most inner place in the world, the Kaidish Akdashim. And we're all staring at an Aaron without a Paraychis. To remember, Zechar, Sha'asa Tsar Biflim. Why is this so important in all our disgraces? In all that we've suffered, why is this in front of us in every shul in the world, I believe? I, don't, I believe it's a custom across the board. And why is this custom in front of us? And this kenna which tells us, remember, of all our enemies and all that was done, remember Asha'asat Sar Bifnim, Shalaf Kharbay, he unsheathed his sword, and he came to the Kaidish Akdashim. The Beis Hamikdash was a mitzayus of announcing the presence of Hashem. The Mikdash was a place of open announcement. Shom Navod Chaviyira as Mikdashi Tirom. The Beis Hamikdash was a mitzayus that Hashem's presence was public and open and visible. Just every person felt it. This particular kina, which speaks about the quiet, the silence of Hashem which has a nace that Hashem allowed, the place that announces so publicly His existence, the place that was the source of so much celebration, the place that was the source of Kapara for Klal Yisrael, the joy of the Kayin Gadol emerging from the Kaidash Kadashim, the great appearance of the Kayin and the celebration that ensued, the kapara that ensued for our people, that red string that turned white, that announced to all of Klal Yisrael, Hashem accepts us and loves us and wants us. The place that always spoke about Gilu Shina, great people who just were a little off, who just made a little mistake, were nifter there. For it's a place of unbelievable Kedusha. A place that's loud, a place that's clear, the greatest place of clarity became unclear. All of a sudden there's an ace and Hashem allows, not for the Rosh Titus, nothing is done for him. But Hashem allows, in that place that always announced the Shina, that always taught us and told us and made us so aware of Hashem's presence, all of a sudden, Dam pours out of that place, causing confusion, allowing for mistakes. That place all of a sudden became a place of Micha Hashem, announced a different type of strength of the Bari Olam, the silence, the silence of Hashem, Hester Panim. The end of this kenna speaks about heroes as well. And it starts certainly with people, enemies, enemies who we despise. The Panovich Arav famously went to the, tit the Arch of Titus and famously stood under the Arch for the Panovich Arav was young, was a Gaulim. He had Mitzvahs of Gaulim. He didn't accept our state. He didn't forget what was done to us. And he wanted a better day back. He stood under that arch and screamed at Titus. 
And he said, Titus, I am here now. Me and my family were Hashem. Where are you, Titus? Famously stood under the arch of Titus. That arch that that Russia built to scream to the world of his triumphs, to scream to the world that he brought down the Jewish people. Where are your people? I don't know any Romans. They're in museums, dead places. In museums you can see Romans. On the streets you see hidden. Where are you, Titus? The end of the, of the Kinna speaks about Heilige children, why we're still here, why Titus will ultimately not be successful. And it says a story, we'll read the story, perhaps it's the same story, likely the same story. Unfortunately, it doesn't have to be the same story. Unfortunately, it probably repeated itself. The Gemara and Gittin and Vavam Beis. Sorry, and Maisa, the Gemara and Zion of Beis. Maisa was a story Bidalad Meis Yaladim. 400 boys, Vialdais, and girls. Don't know if there was 400 each or altogether 400, I'm not sure. There were 400 boys and girls. Shanishful Kalain. They were captured to do bad averes. They were captured, precious Yidden, being taken away, the children, for averes. They were smart and they understood what the Romans wanted from them. Amru, they asked amongst themselves, If we drown at the sea, will we get oil if we drown at the sea? The greatest of the children, Darshan told Darshan Magadoshbem, Omar Hashem, he quoted a Pasuk. Hashem says, Mibashan Ashiv, Ashiv in Yam, from the depths of the sea I will return. I will take you out of the Elisha Toivim Bayam, from the depths of the sea I will return those that drown themselves. When the girls, the Heilige Yiddish girls heard this statement from the Godot that Hashem will bring us back from the depths of the sea, they all jumped into the sea and they fell in the sea. The boys were inspired. And they made a kavuchaymer ba'atzman. They made a kavuchaymer to themselves. And they said, "Ma'halolu, madach the girls who da'veira they are being brought for is darkamukach. At least it's the norm." Anu shekach. They still jumped in. They didn't let themselves be defiled in such a way. Anu shein darkamukach. Us who they are bringing sins that are much more extreme. Allah has kama bekama. Is it not a kavuchaymer? We should give up our lives. They as well, the boys, jumped into the yam. And on these children, the Pasuk says, On your behalf, we were killed all day. We were considered like sheep to the slaughter. At the end of this, Kenneth alludes to an event like that, where it speaks about It speaks about children jumping into the sea. The Shitfu Atzman, they joined together Yachad, Linpol Bayam. Speaks about youth being Mishatif themselves to go into the sea. Shirvis Ishbacha Shoyu Kalyam. And great songs they sang Tashem, like by the Yamsuf. For you we are killed in the depths of the sea. 
from the depths swallowed them up. They were drowning at sea. All this we went through. We don't forget you, Hashem. So the end of this kinnah, this dark kinnah which speaks about Titus, this Russia, brings the ray of hope of the beautiful Jewish child, the great Jewish spirit, the Heiligiyid, that despite all the Tituses of the world, despite the evil people, despite the Risha and the things we have faced, despite the Hester Panim that exists, Despite that there's the Paroiches, that Dam was Mevatsveis, there's a maxim of Elmen, but the precious few who hold on, the precious Yid, Ki Alecha Ragnu, that says, We see you, Hashem, we know about you. Titus mocks and screams, We know Hashem is here and Hashem sees. We know you're being an Elaine, you're being silent. Our sins are bringing Hester Panim, but we know you see and we know you're there. And it ends with the great hope of the these youth that will come back, that are eternal, that have chai oilam and are promised, I will return from the depths of the sea. We read about these special Jewish children.
The next kinah speaks about the Asara Rugi Malchus. And certainly it connects to Chorban Abayas. This is Chorban Bayasheni. All the deaths took place in two of them before the Chorban Abayas and the other eight. Within the 60 years after Chorban Bayasheni, all the eight Tarugi Malchus were killed. So it certainly relates to Chorban Bayas Hamikdash. But the, we know the Gemara Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara Rosh Hashanah tells us that Misa Tzadikim is Kechorben Abayas. That the death of Tzadikim is like a Chorben Beis Hamikdash. The Beis Hamikdash is a place that gives us clarity, that awareness of Hashem, and a Tzadik serves that role of bringing here a Shemayim. Of bringing awareness to Hashem is a Merkava Lashchina, but Sadik by his life, by his deeds, by his actions, brings to the world an awareness of Hashem. And the loss of a Sadik is a Chorban Beis Hamidrash. Daily, and we have to bring back the vibrancy of our life. We are davening for tzaddikim daily. We perhaps forget it. We are busy focusing on our needs of Shema Koleinu and other things. We daven every day, Allah Tzadikim, Allah Chassidim, Azikna Yam Chobes Yisroh. Yemurach Anecha, Hashem, please have mercy. And of course, we should stick in names of Tzadikim. The Rabbanu Shalom should give Gizunt to Reb Chaim Kanievsky and Arichas Yonah Vishanin. Health, Yishav Adas, Mazel and Brocha. We are davening daily. 
but we want to bring back the, the, the fire and the fervor not to do it by rote. We are davening daily for our tzaddikim, our tzaddikim, our chassidim. We need our tzaddikim. They bring us closer to Hashem. They bring us all in awareness of Hashem. I said over on Shabbos, the Medrash, the Medrash says that Abba Koyen came to Rabbi Yossi Barzavda and he told him, I avoided, there was a big crowd and he proudly said that I didn't walk into the big crowd. I didn't want them to be matriach, to have to stand up for me. So he proudly said, I avoided the crowd like the Gemara and Kedush I didn't want to be matriach. Rabbi Yossi Barzavda told him off. He told him that, no, you should have walked in there and had them stand up, not for yourself. You should have walked in there and had them stand up. For Kabbat Chachamim brings to Yerushalayim, as the Pasuk says, give Kabbat to Zikainim, Zikainim at Talmud Chachamim, and it brings Yerushalayim. When we honor, let us be alive, Rabbi, say the next time we stand up for a Talmud Chacham. Don't do it by rote. Think. I am honoring this man for he is close to Hashem. I am honoring this man for he serves Hashem. Think that way. Then the honor of that man is a mitzvah and and it brings us closer to Hashem. For the honor afforded to tzaddikim is because they are close to Hashem. The death of tzaddikim is a korban beis hamikdash. Is the beis hamikdash being destroyed again? There's a two-part stage for rebuilding the beis hamikdash. We must first gain an awareness of Hashem, and then we will get back that beautiful place that gives an easier access and easier availability to awareness of Hashem, to a connection to Hashem. In this kenna, we mourn the misa of tzaddikim of ten tzaddikim who were killed in a brutal fashion, each one who was killed in a brutal fashion, and we mourn Misa Sadikim, and mourning Misa Sadikim is a tremendous chos for, the re- for, 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 for keeping Sadikim, is a tremendous chos for getting back to Beis HaMikdosh. The Pasuk actually says that people who serve Hashem by rote, they lose Sadikim. It's that Pasuk which says, Bepibu Svas of Kibduni, Vilibay Rechakni Mani, says that we lose the Ovad the Chachamav, we lose the Chachamim if we don't have an appreciation for a Kesher Tashem, if we don't have an appreciation that a Chacham is valuable for he is close to Hashem. But there's another Indian here that we must think about in this Kenneth. In the Yom Kippur, when we say the Asarugi Malchus, we speak out a little more. And there we're told that the Asarim Amruge Malchus were in retribution. It was a punishment for the Shvatim selling Yosef Atzadik. The question is, it's so much later. This is Chorben Bayesheni. It is so much later. It's thousands, over a thousand years later. Well over a thousand years later. And here, and here, now is the retribution, now is the Einish for the selling of, of the brothers, the Shvatim sell the brothers, and this is the Einish now, but of course, we know the Gemara Numa Daftes, we know that the Gemara Numa tells us that Chorbin Bayesheni happened for Sinas Chinam. It happened because we didn't appreciate each other. It happened because Yidin weren't wonderful to other Yidin, Sinas Chinam. 
And because of Sinas Chinam was forbidden by Yashani, well, that Sinas Chinam was Ma'ayrer, was Ma'ayrer, the Einish that had been delayed for so long. When we were united, we were still in a matzah that we had a tikkun for that chet. When Klal Yisrael had Sinas Chinam, at that point, by Chorban by Yashani, when there was baseless hate of one yid to another yid, so at that point, we have Arze Alavan and we have this horrific Einish of our great Sadiqim being Nefter. I was thinking to myself the other week, when we lost that precious family sitting around Friday night, just having completed a Friday night Suda, beautiful Suda Shabbos, a Mishpacha, and three precious Yidin were killed. I was thinking Jewish blood is so precious with the people of Hashem. We're precious. Our blood counts more than anybody in the world. A yid is worth millions goyim. A quote from Rev. Miller. A yid is worth millions of goyim. goyim. And goyim are precious, very. And a yid's worth millions of goyim. A yid. What Rev. Miller called Rev. Miller said that a yid we say at night two emunos that Hashem is alokein uvein Hashem echad. A, a, a fundamental emun of a yid, Vanachnu Yisrael Amay. And Rabbi Miller said about these two emunas of Hashem Echad, of the oneness of Hashem, and that we are Hashem's people, Anachnu Yisrael Amay. He said, Any day, I don't know which emun is more important. Rabbi Miller wasn't sure, so don't be so sure. Reb Miller says, I don't know which is more important. The Emunah in one Hashem. That Hashem, and of course, both are Meikare Emunah. Both the Yiddes believe in it. That there's one Hashem. And Anachni Yisrael Amay. We are His people. The Yid is precious. And when it happened, I was thinking, Jewish blood is precious. Jewish blood counts. And I thought to myself, but we, but, Akelish, but we don't say it when there's not death. To stop the persecution, we have to say Jewish blood counts when the blood's not flowing. And boy, as the blood flowed in the diaries. All the time the blood flows, we stand up and we cry and we all are unified by the Levaya. And we all say Jewish blood counts. We all say a yid is precious. But we have to say it not at that moment also as well. The Jewish blood counts. To be mechabed a yid, to appreciate a yid. The hefech of sinas chinam, it destroyed the Beis Hamikdash and keeps it destroyed. It doesn't allow the rebuilding, not celebrating that ikor that we are the Am Hashem, that a yid is precious, and a yid is precious because he was chosen by Hashem to be a mamleches kehanim for a very special mission to teach the world about Hashem. We're an unbelievable people. Understand this when you see a Yid. Years ago, I get a call from there to throw a very unsettling call for a big Talmud Chacham is screaming at me. It's quite unsettling. I'm trying to understand why I'm being screamed at. Just like very taken aback. And after like figuring out what was going on, he was screaming at me for the actions of a Bachar. And as I'm getting yelled at the actions of Bakr, my mind is, is thinking, maybe I should start screaming back at him for the actions of that Bakr. It was like fascinating. He's screaming at me for the actions of a Bakr. And he was holding me responsible. He was calling his actions on me. 
And Hashem remarkably says that we are capable of Kiddush Shemayim and Chil Hashem. We are the people, any yid you see, understand that Hashem, Shimcha Godov HaKadosh Alav Karasa, Aleinu Karasa. Hashem puts His name on that yid. Remarkably, me, you, and him, and her are capable of Kiddush Shemayim. Are capable of sanctifying, we do a good zah, a mitzvah to Kiddush Hashem, the greatest, the most important mitzvahs of our life. And the worst aver we could do is a chil Hashem, disgrace Hashem. Me? Him? Her? Disgrace Hashem? It's me. But Hashem places His name on us. We are Aboycher Ba'ama Yisrael Baba, we are the Am Hashem. Being Mechabed Yidin and rectifying the sin of Sinaslim, what we're going to read of great Sadikim being tortured, great Sadikim's Misa came as an Einish for Sinaslim, came as an Einish for not appreciating a Yid, the value of a Yid. And Yidin then, we all valued, were taken from us. Yidin, everybody understood their value, were ripped from us, and we sat there, everybody, there wasn't a person who didn't say, oh Yid, you're taking a valuable Yid. And Hashem demands from us, appreciate Yidin, they're valuable. And this is our chiyuv, our obligation, this gullus went in for sinas chinam. Our obligation is to respect every single Yid in a profound and deep way. Respect Yidin. My wife had playing last night, she was listening to a heart-wrenching story of a father described his, his daughter, described his daughter overdosed and was nefteris, and described the journey of his daughter in detail, and described the deep sense of not recognizing who she was, the deep sense of not feeling chashev that's pervasive in our world today. We're an exposed generation. That was the gzair of Hashem long before we had choice. We're an exposed generation, and the main Messiah of our generation is recognizing the value. We are precious. We're the Am Hashem. We're the great mission. You, me, no matter what happened yesterday. Great is Hashem's faith today. He created me today, this moment. I am the person who's from the Am Hashem. We are from the Am Hashem. And as we read about the Misa of these Sadiqim, the reason we lost these Sadiqim in such a brutal way, Jewish blood is precious. And certainly Sadiqim that we are Mispalo for are precious. We always must remember it not in death. We must remember it day in, day out to the value of a Yid. Celebrate the value of it, respect, give unbelievable covet to every single Yid. We're going to say this Chafalif and the next one Chafbez in a row. Oh, my God.
Yisraelim Koish Lois Chelek Yaakov Moshiach Beisara Lutzedek Yom Loif Melech Yomar Shalom Yomay Avleich Loiroi Nisav Neilech Kenach Hafez Akrishu Menev Adabeiro V'yavr Alaymo Chomasezek V'shoyz V'choshoyz
Shalom, Umarurim, Ravichamo, Oisom Bal Tachrimo, Karna Megbia Vyarimo, Orid Besich Vyarimo, Vekol Mehi Yarimo. The next kinna we're going to say is kinna Chav Gimel. We're going to say Beis Hashem just to keep score. We're going to say seven, seven Beis Hashem. Beis Hashem will say seven more kinnas. And two of them, Lamed Aleph, we're going to sing. And the last one will as well chant, chant together. But those are the last seven kinnas we will say. This next kinna... Speaks about two. Speaks about a story that I want to read in the Gemara. A story to introduce this story. Two stories. The Gemara and Unches and Gittin. The Gemara says Taner Abanan, Maaser B'Shua Ben Chananya. It's a story of B'Shua Ben Chananya. Shehalach Krach Gadol Shebaraimi, who went to a great city in Rome, and Amruloi. They said to him, Tinuk Echa. There is a child Yesh Beis Asurim. There's a child in jail. He has beautiful eyes. He has a good complexion. And his hair is neatly braided. Highly unusual. Sitting in jail in a matzav of yeyush. A matzav of shiflus. And in this jail, where there's no hope, where there's no future, there's nobody to beautify yourself in front of, this child is looking pretty. This child maintains his good looks, is neatly braiding his hair in a neat, orderly manner, like the Melech of Klal Yisrael who got a haircut daily to look nice in front of Hashem, to look nice as a shliach of Hashem. This child sitting in jail still understands his value. He's toiv roi, he's yifei nayim. He's totulay sedurus taltalim. Halach v'omen al Pesach Beisah Asurim. Yeshua b'chananya hears about this unbelievable child. And he goes to the entrance of the jail. Omer, and he calls out into jail. Minoshan l'meshisa Yaakov Yisrael l'boizazim. What's pshat, the precious yid? You child who understand the beauty of a yid. You child who understands anachnu Yisrael amoy. You child who values a yid is precious. A yid is worthy of looking beautiful. You have not been influenced by Golos to lose a sense of the value of a yid. Who gave Klal Yisrael the Baizazim? How did we find ourselves where we find ourselves? And the child responds, We have sinned to Hashem. An amazement from this child, the child who understood, the child who just gets it, what a yid is. Omar, he says, I, I guarantee on him, I am assured on this child, he will be be a Pisic in Klal Yisrael. A child who understands the value of Yidin will impact Yidin. You can't impact the Yid you don't know the value of. If you're not awed by somebody, you have nothing to teach them. If you are not amazed, if you are not completely taken in by how outstanding and overwhelmingly awesome this person is, you can't teach them. 
Rabbi Shua ben Hananiah says about this child who understands the value of a yid. He says, Such a person will bring clarity to Klal Yisrael. Such a person who understands the value of Yidin will be able to impact and uplift Yidin. He'll be a Mayra bring clarity. He'll bring Torah to Yidin. He will be able to connect to Yidin and inspire Yidin. He'll be a Mayra He'll bring the MS of the Soya to every Yid for he values Yidin. And Ataka was true. He stood there, skipped a little. He said, I swear, I won't leave this jail. I don't care how much they ask for. I'm freeing this child. We need a guy like this. Amru, it is said, he didn't leave there, until he raised a lot of money and redeemed this child. It wasn't long, until Itaka brought clarity to all of Klai who was this precious child, none other than Rabishmal ben Elisha. And then we segue into a story, which is the story that our next kinna deals with, with a child of this Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha. Maisa was the story of Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, the son and daughter of Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha. They were captured by two adoinim, by two bosses. Liyamim, it wasn't long. The two bosses, the two. Adainim met in one place. Ze Omar once brag, Yeshli Ever Chenkiyofia Bikola Oilam. I have an Ever who's more beautiful than anybody in the world. Bizamar. And the other one brag, Yeshli Shivcha, I have a female Ever. Shame Bikolaum Kula Kiyofia. There's nobody who has her beauty in the whole world. Amnu, these two Adainim said to each other, Bo Vinasim Zelazel, let us marry them off together. The Nechlik of Ladis we split their children. They brought them into a room. He was sitting in one corner of the zoo, and she, Yashva, and she's sitting in the other corner. The Evid is saying, the son of Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha. Ani Koyim ben Koyhanim Gedolim. I am the Koyim, the son of Koyhanim Gedolim. Esa Shivcha. Can I marry a Shivcha? Zoysay Mera. She says, Ani Koyhenes pas Koyhanim Gedolim and Nasi Leeved. I'm a Koyhenes, the daughter of Koyhanim Gedolim, and I marry an Eved. Look where they come from. Look at these precious children. They don't just say it's a chet, it's not from. They're not worried about from. They know who they are. I am precious. Be can design, I can be put in such a compromised massive. This is a dream to give to our children. I am from the people Hashem said every year is a Kayan where the people of Kayanim designated by Hashem the Kayanim of the people of Kayanim are Kayanim as well Kayanim also need also that Gedoyim they looked up to Paiskim at Paiskim also the Kayanim are our Kayanim the people of Kayanim we're Mamleches Kayanim 
what we aspire is to give to ourselves and our family the value of a Yid, we're the people of Hashem, we're the Am Hashem, He loved us and loves us, His love endures forever. Hashem loves us, He's silent sometimes for our benefit, He displays silence, but Hashem loves us, we're His people. And Mishmael ben Elisha in the darkest of times looked beautiful. He never forgot who he was. And that's what he imparted to his children. His child sat in the corner at a dark time. Said, I didn't forget who I am. Sold as an Eved. Detached from his family. He sat in the corner and said, I am precious. And she sat in the corner. And she said as well, they cried the whole night knowing their greatness. It's not appropriate for a guy like me, for a girl like me. They cried the whole night with the recognition of their greatness. The of the Laila, the crying of the night. They cried the whole night as Yidna are supposed to cry the whole Laila of Golis. We're Kaihanim, Ben Kaihanim Gedoilim. We're precious and prestigious people. Kivan Sha'Allah Ahmed Ashachar, when the morning came, they recognized each other, they fell in an embrace. They go, and they cried at Shayatza Nishmasam until they were nifter. And on these people, the Navi Yermiya, well before, predicted and cried, for these I cry, my eyes pour tears for these precious children who remember who they are. And this next kinna we're going to speak in kinna Chav Gimel. Eish Nishbu, in middle, two paragraphs into the kinna. Eish Nishbu, the time they were captured, they fell to two masters. They lived right near each other, these two masters. They were schmoozing. He said, I got one of those Jewish captives. Shavisi Shivcha, I captured a Shivcha. Levusha Shanim. Kalavana Bazir cluster Panim. She has such a shine like the moon. She's reflecting a great shine. I don't know if they knew where that shine was reflecting from Hashem. And Reyeu Siprlaikaflayan, the other one, the friend repeats back doubly, retorts back. Hey Nanim Shviyu Shalayim, I also have a Jewish captive. Shavisi Eved, Yefeinayim. I have a beautiful Eved. Kashemish Pisakva Yesaraim, like the sun at its at its strength in the middle of the afternoon, he shines. Let us marry them together and split the children. Will be swept in time between us, bevlados, with these children that will certainly be kechayche shemayim like stars. Says la Arab a little later, zivgum bechedrecha. They're in one room. The adayim ami bachutz. Vehem boichim b'may nefesh mepachad. They are crying. Ad boicher bechiasam leyedmima. Till the morning, their crying wasn't silenced. And 
each one says, Nin Aaron, a descendant, a Nin of Aaron, Eich L'Shivcha, Yenaisi, how can I marry a Shivcha? V'hi Gamhitiyel, and she is wailing as well. B'tigra Shaisa. Tigress means the business deal, Shaisa means of her captives. She also wailed over the business deal, the Tigress of Shaisa, of her captives. Bas Yecheved, a daughter of Yecheved, Eichla Eved Tenasi, how can I marry an Eved? Oi, whoa, Kizais Gaza, this was Geyser. And our biker Zezek, they recognize each other in the morning. Hoi achi, hoi achais. They said, Whoa, my brother, my sister. And his dabku they hug together until their yatsa nishmasa b'nishima, until their nishama, until they were nifter. We're going to say is Kina Chafhei. We're going to say Chafhei and Chavav together, and then we're going to sing Kina Lamed Aleph after that. In Chafhei, we'll say privately. Till now, we've been a shtickle, even though it's a it's a silent day. It's a, it's a day of Badad. But today, this Kina Chafhei, 
I'm asking everybody could read, could spend the time reading this kinna, your own thoughts. This kinna is about the Crusades. Until now, we spoke about the first base Amigdash, the second base Amigdash, Risa Sadikim. This is the tragedy of the Crusades. We will not have time today to read a specific kin about the Holocaust, but we have an understanding. We've been in a long Gullahs. And we've had much destruction and much, much has went down in Gullus. And everything connects back. We don't, this kin itself expresses that we don't have separate days. The kin itself will say that we don't make a separate day of mourning. We don't have different days. All the mourning we recognize, all the tragedies that occurred to our people came about because of Chorban Beis Hamikdash. We're wandering, we're dispersed. And so I ask that everybody in this kinah, hey, maybe as you're reading the kinah or as you're not reading the kinah, to think about many of us have grandparents. I think about my Oma. My Oma, who was, grew up a wealthy home, maybe the wealthiest people in her city. Jew and guy alike, she often said that. She was not an exaggerator. And she grew up wealthy and a very privileged life. Very few people in the town had a car. She did. Very, very privileged life. And Mitamal, all of a sudden, everything was lost. Her parents killed. Everything was taken away. Her whole life, as she knew it, gone. Alone in the world. One brother survived. Her siblings killed by the Nazi beasts. One brother alive in a different part of the world, in a different country. She was alone in the world. And I think about this precious Yid, this heroic Yid, who's... Cleave. She went to public school. Her emuna, her closeness to Hashem, unbelievable. Her kesher to Hashem. She was extremely close to the Bayri. And somehow found the strength to serve Hashem all her life, to raise a Jewish mishpacha. And I think about her churban, and I think about the churban that was so recent. And we think about all the different things that have happened in Galus. And we connect all back to Chorban Beis Hamikdash, to our estrangement from Hashem, from our detachment to Hashem, and then we were in a vulnerable, dangerous position of Hester Panim, the dangerous situation of the Peroiches blood spewing, the ilmim of Hashem when Hashem is silent. And during this kinah, all of us in our own way can think. Maybe you yourself, you want to read. Some of us have the kinah of the Holocaust. It would be appropriate to read it here. So we're going to give a few minutes to read the kinah Chafhei. And then you can read Chafav as well. And then we'll all sing together kinah Lamed Aleph. In, in, in about six minutes, we'll sing together kinah Lamed Aleph. Thank you. 
Kino Lamed Aleph will sing together Kino Lamed Aleph.
We're going to say Lamed Dalid and then Lamed Vav and then we're going to end chanting together piece by piece led by Rabbi David. That would be Memhei. We'll end with Memhei. The last, just the last thing I wanted to speak about this morning. On this last Tin Lamed Dalid, we've already, we've already discussed different areas. We've come into contact in our morning this morning. We've come into contact with different sins and different things we want to rectify from sinas sinam to vinoishantim to what we read in the lady this morning about being old and getting more vigorous and fresh and zrizasik in Ravidas Hashem. In area and we'll conclude this morning's ideas with this with this lit next kinna. And something emerges from this kinna. There are many things, but I want to focus on one thing that emerges from this last kinna lamedalim. The story the kinna is going on is as follows. It's a story of Gemara and Gitna Nunzayna Mudbeis. It says as follows. Nevuzaradon, the general, the Roman general in Vayasheni, We had another who gave us Musr, who loved us and wanted us to become better people. And he gave us Musr and he was killed. We didn't listen. Yermio for 40 years gave us Musr, begged and pleaded with the people he loved so much. He brought the Dvar Hashem to improve, to get better. And we didn't listen. And this Navi and Yermia, we as well. They were Yidin who tortured Yermia. Says, Pachem Titnu Laraglai. They ensnared him and trapped him and physically pushed Yermia. Yechidim, of course, most of Klai Yisrael, but we're nitfas, what everybody does. And this Navi Zechariah, somebody stood up and killed the Navi who was giving us Musrs, rebuking us. Somebody killed the Navi. And it was Aragon found the blood of Zechariah for 200, over 200 years. The blood would just stay there continuously boiling. And he saw in the courtyard of the Beis Hamikdash the blood of Zechariah the Kamimarasei, the Saluk. It was 
There was boiling. Omar and Buzaratan said, My hand, what's the story with this flood? So the Kayanim said, We were embarrassed that we killed a Navi. So the Kayanim said, It was the blood of a carbon that spilled. What a carbon. I see Damud. So he brought blood. He wasn't going to take the answer. He brought blood to compare. But it wasn't similar. The blood of the Karbanais didn't match up with this blood. It didn't look alike. Amrlu, he said to the people, If you tell me what this blood is, it will be fine. But if you don't tell me what this blood is, I'm going to comb your skin, your flesh, with combs of metal. Amrlu, so they said, My name, Allah, what should we tell you? Navi Habiban, we had a Navi. He was giving us Musr. Bimili Dishmahia, reminding us about our obligations, about our responsibility, about our opportunities. Klape Shmaya. Kamin and Alayu, when we stood up to the Katlina land, we killed him. Vakamashanan, these many years, and his blood won't stop boiling for these many years. I am going to appease the blood of the Navi Zechariah. I see Sanhedrin Gedoyla of Sanhedrin Ketana. And he brought the Sanhedrin Gedoyla and the Sanhedrin Ketana, these Sadiqim and Katlave. And he killed the Sanhedrin. The, the, the dam didn't, didn't calm down. He brought young boys and young girls, and he killed them by the blood. And the blood didn't stop. And he brought the Yiddish children. And he killed them by the blood. And it didn't stop. And said, I killed the best Yidden. You want me to kill all the Yidden? Kedon Lehachi, when he said this, Nach, blood stopped. By he shaita at that moment, Herachuva bedaiten. It was Aradin at a Herachuva. Omar said, Umay, malnefesh achas kach. For one Yiddish in a Shama, there's so much death. He saw the Siat, he saw that it was Hashkoch. That for one. Yid is so precious. Hahu gavra me the kotel kolhani mishmasa that I killed so many yid. Allah has kama the kama. He said, "What's going to be with me? You killed so many yid. Every yid is so precious." Arak he ran away. He wrote a star partasa bebeise. He wrote some will be when he was the megayer. The Gemara remarkably says it was Aradin Ger this this general became a Ger Tzedek. One of the lessons of Kurdan Beis Hamidrash, and maybe our closing lesson, is we had Nevi'im, we had clarity, and there was a day we had people who spoke to Hashem and gave us Musr. And the Khurban happened, we didn't listen to the Musr of the Maikhim. We didn't listen to the Musr. We didn't Yermia was Maikhiachas. 
We had a Navi Zechariah and he was Moichiachos and we didn't accept the Musr. There's a two-step process to Geula. First we have to be Geulim and then we will be Nigal. First we have to bring back the Beis Amigdosh with our actions and then it will be brought back. To accept Teichacha, to listen to Musr, to set up our lives to be Erlich of people who want rebuke, who want to be told what the truth is, who pursue the truth and are willing and want to hear Teichacha. It's expensive to live with Hashem. It is beautiful. It is happy. It is awesome to live with the Bariyalam. But the cost is to live truthfully. The cost is to listen to the Nevi'im, to listen to the Moichichim, to get back that clarity, that joy, that life. We have to pursue truth and listen to Teichacha. To find people, each of us individually, to listen to Musr. When our wives tell us off, listen. When our children tell us off, when our mother-in-law tells us off, when our neighbor tells us off, don't fight. Respect and then grow. Crave Teichacha. It is hard. We are human beings. When I was 19 years old, a friend told me off. It stung and was painful and he changed my life. Letaif. Listen to Teichacha, we're human beings, it's not easy to be told off. And as we get older, it's easier to set ourselves up that nobody could tell us off. A kid was telling me outside, he's no longer in school. His freedom, no longer in school. We walk out the doors of Yeshiva and we can be a free man. I remember being married, looking at my fridge, just saying, it's all mine. I'm a free man. And we could spend our lives, the rest of our lives, Free. Get a moichiach. Get somebody to give us musr. Beg somebody. Pay somebody. And when we hear something, it's precious. It's priceless. We want goodness. We want truth. We want back the Beis Hamidosh. We want back Nevi'im who will guide us and tell us. And we want to show the Bayriyalam that we're ready to have Nevu'a back. We're ready to have clarity back. We're ready to have Emes back. The best way to show we're ready to have Emesak is how do we respond to Teichacha from anybody or everybody. When Teichacha, the Navi Nasna Navi, goes up to David HaMelech and he tells him he's sin that he's wrong Nasan. The Gemara says you're a Toye. Whoever says David HaMelech sin is a Toye, he's wrong. And David HaMelech can explain it more than Nasan can ever understand. David can explain. And his response is, I sinned. I sinned just the fact that you saw it as a sin. Just you saw it as a sin. Somebody who craves truth. Somebody's Mechiyach, he doesn't get angry. We're human, maybe also as anger, we're human, but that's not the overriding emotion. Maybe Ephesus is true. If you saw it as a sin, Nasi, then David HaMelech says, I have what to perfect. And David's the Mashiach Yisrael, Mashiach ben David. We get Mashiach from David Amel, the one who admitted I sinned when he almost didn't sin. But Epis, Epis, Dak, Menadak, 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 Menadak. But he admitted that's who Mashiach's going to come from, from that attitude. From that Bikushoemes, that want of truth, that want of clarity. We sit on the floor mourning this clarity. We sit on the floor mourning having no nevuah, having no people who tell us what our mission in life is. 
what a day of clarity and what confusion in Gullus. Uncertain, what am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to be? What's my job? What's your job? What's her job? What's his job? There was a day of a nevuah. Somebody who spoke to Hashem told us what our mission was in life. To crave for it, to yearn, to pine for such days. But we get it back only when we show a willingness to live with truth. It's expensive. It means that I want the truth. That I'm willing to suffer sometimes, the little hurt, it's not easy, to be told of an imperfection. And if you've noticed throughout the kinnis, we've been talking, you've been hearing echoes of ignoring Nevi'im. From Yermia's Nevoah that still ring that we ignored. To this Navi Zechariah, the third to last kinnah we're going to read, whose blood lay there boiling, the people ignored Teichacha. They ignored the truth. We're human beings. We are special human beings. We are elevated, dignified, awesome people. We must know that and teach others that. And then great people also need hadracha and need muster. It doesn't slug up the mensch. It's interesting. Bilam the Navi looks at the Jewish people. Lehibit oven be Yisrael sees no sins. They're perfect. They're perfect. And Maishra Rabbeinu, before his nifter, gives us Musr. Yaakov Rabbeinu gives us Musr. Bilam was talking to our essence. The Musr of our great people, they knew as much as Bilam and much more. The Musr of our great people is given to great people. The Musr of our great people has the understanding of Bilam that at our core there is no imperfection. The essence of who we are, Sehanim ben Kahanim Gedolim, is the people Hashem chose. Understanding that, you become a greater claim to accept Musr. If we begin these two revolutions, Rabbi Yisai, of teaching people how special they are, being mechabit every single yid, our, every one of our children, every one of our neighbors, everybody in our lives giving kavod, teaching people, Ani Kayim ben Kahanim Gedolim, we are the Am Hashem, we are precious people. Then we can also encourage people to listen to Teichacha. As a great person, as a special person, we have the confidence, we have the ability to pursue the MS which fits us so well. And that's what I close with Rabbi Sai, this, this kenna that bemoans what happened to the Navi Zechariah to accept in our lives Teichacha.
Rabbi said, the minute is to stand up, we come off the floor for the last kenna. There is a lesson that Rabbein was after Chatzais for holding close. Some, Ramesh's father held standard, we just hit Chatzais to the second, 12 o'clock. The, the standard Chatzais is 12.58, that's what the Minigis throw. So at 12.58 you're allowed to sit on chairs and we put on tefillin for Mincha. The other dinim still apply. Still only wash our fingers after the facilities. If you have dirt, you can wash, but not washing past the fingers, stem. And continue not to greet each other. All the other inuyim and the other dinim of the tiny supply, the only change is sitting on, sitting on chairs and we will put on tefillin by Mincha. The minig is this last, this last kinna that we say together that you'll repeat after me. We say it back and forth, the whole kinna together. Shagalah, 
ביחס אשר לוחץ ושום סכם חגוריה